Hello there, and welcome to episode 20 of At Home with Breffney. In this week's episode, we're going to look at exactly what happens when you buy a house, what happens when, and how long typically does the whole process take, and what are all the steps along the way. So just to give you a broad brushstroke picture, in general, in Ireland, in this is 2018, November, that I'm recording, um, there is likely to be somewhere between 40 and 50,000 properties sold. And of those, probably just somewhere between 50 and 60% of them will be bought by people who are cash buyers and the rest will be bought by people who are borrowing to buy. So that just gives you the big picture. And in general, a property purchase is going to take you roughly three to six to eight months, probably three to eight months realistically to complete from the time you go sale agreed to physically getting the keys in your hand. You're looking at typically three to eight months. So today we're just going to look at all the different steps along the way so that you know exactly what to expect when you go out there buying a property and looking for a property. So the first thing is that Every buyer is buying from a seller. And in general, what's driving the market at the moment is debt, divorce, and death. That tend, they tend to be the three key reasons why people sell properties. Um, so as a buyer, you're likely to be dealing with someone who's experiencing one of those three issues, or perhaps you're also buying from someone who's trading up or trading down. So when you're buying, you're buying from someone who's selling, and they're selling for a reason. And generally, a top tip is to understand the reason why people are selling their property, because depending on their motivation, they will be a better or worse match for you and your motivation. For example, if you're someone who's living abroad, planning to come home in a year, perhaps you won't mind if the vendor wants a particularly long closing time, and it'll suit you. But if you're someone who's moving home in six months time and you absolutely want to be in your house by then, then you want to be sure that you're buying from someone who is similarly motivated to get a deal done quickly and who has their paperwork in order. So depending on what your motivation and your timeline in, is as a buyer, no harm to keep an eye out on the vendor's motivation and timeline so that you know that you are quite a good fit for each other. So let's assume you've seen a property that you like and you have made a bid on it and your bid has been accepted. Now there are a million things we could talk about between the searching for a property and the bidding on a property and we will talk about them in separate podcasts. But just today, I want to be quite crispy clear about the different steps in the process. So we're fast forwarding to the point where you have found a property you like and you have placed a bid on it. So when, you've, when you are bidding on a property, you should be prepared when you place a bid on a property that you, you should have proof of funds in place. That means if you've seen number 20 Main Street and you like it and you want to put a bid on it, what do you need to do? Well, the first thing you need to do is you need to have proof that you're in a position to pay for this property. So proof of funds is what a selling agent will ask you for. 
So proof of funds consists of either a current loan offer from your bank or a letter from your bank stating that you're in a position to buy a property at this price point without recourse to borrowing or uh, a statement from your bank showing that you have sufficient funds in your account. So when you go to bid, not every agent will ask you for it straight away, but many agents will ask you for it straight away, proof of funds. So be prepared to have that to hand. So you'll need that. And for to give you a time frame on how long it's going to take you to bid on this property, in my experience, if you've seen 20 Main Street and you put a bid on it on the 1st of January, the chances are it will certainly be the 14th of January, two weeks later, by the time the bidding has been completed and the agent has talked to all the different parties who are interested in it and has come back to you to tell you that yes, you're the successful purchaser. So the bidding process in general usually takes no less than two weeks and probably no longer than four weeks. That's just as a rule of thumb. If you're bidding on a property, you should expect that it'll take you between two to four weeks to physically get to sale agreed on a property. So now you're sale agreed on the property. What happens next? Well, the agent will ask you for a 3% booking deposit. That booking deposit is fully refundable. It's simply a sign of your good faith. So um, let's say your property, you're buying 20 Main Street for 100,000. That means the agent will want 3,000 from you as a booking deposit. And they will also ask you for the name of the solicitor who's going to act for you on your behalf, who's going to handle the transaction. So by the time you start bidding on a property, it's useful for you to have lined up a solicitor so that in the event of you becoming the successful um, party and and having your bid accepted that you straight away are able to supply the selling agent with your solicitor's details so that you aren't holding up the process. Because time in my experience of deals gets into a deal like water and cracks a deal. So keep the momentum going is my advice to you during the buying process. So You've had your bid accepted, you've provided the solicitor's details to the agent, you have paid your 3% booking deposit. What happens next? Typically, what happens next is that you'll invite a surveyor or you'll pay a surveyor to go and check the property and uh, tell you whether it is in structurally sound or not. Um, so usually a surveyor will go to survey the property within a week or maximum within a week to 10 days of you going sale agreed on the property. So your survey is going to tell you, and we have a separate podcast interview with the surveyor, but let's assume the surveyor comes back to you and says, everything is fine, is as to be expected from a property of this age and uh, this uh, condition. So. Your survey has given you your report, that's fine. You're not backing out of the purchase at this point. However, if the surveyor gives you a report that you weren't expecting and says something shocking about the building that is in fact a deal breaker for you, e.g. perhaps riddled with dry rot, then you may pull out of the purchase. And at this point, if you do, 
you don't incur any fines or penalties, you get your deposit back and the only thing you have incurred is the cost of your survey. So let's assume the survey has been fine and we are now a week to two weeks after being sale agreed. By this point, um, your solicitor may have received a copy of the contract and title deeds from the seller's solicitor. But in my experience, it usually takes between two to four weeks for your solicitor to receive a copy of the title and a copy of contracts from the seller's solicitor. And it often takes this long because the vendor hasn't been organized and hasn't got their title deeds to hand. But let's assume your solicitor has got the contract and the copy of the title. What happens next? Well, your solicitor will look through everything that's been supplied and will usually find a couple of things, maybe 10 to 12 items um, that they need further information on or aren't quite satisfied with. So there begins a backing and forthing between your solicitor and the seller's solicitor. And this, in my experience, usually takes somewhere between eight to 16 weeks after your solicitor has got the title deeds and contracts. So let's see where we're at with our timeline. You've been sale agreed. You've had, you've, you've waited maybe two to four weeks for your solicitor to get a copy of the title deeds. And this is after your survey has been done. So that's two to four weeks. Now your solicitor gets a copy of the title. You're probably waiting another uh, eight to 16 weeks for your solicitor to go back and forth and iron out any rumply bits in the title or anything else. Now, after that period of time, your solicitor will invite you into the office to sign a contract. They'll be happy enough that yes, you are getting good marketable title to the property and they'll invite you into the office to sign a contract. And if you're borrowing money, that's when you will uh, also sign your letter of loan offer from the bank. But when you go in to sign this contract with the solicitor, you will then pay a further 7% of the cost of the property. So now you've paid your 3,000, given let's, we're assuming your property purchase price is 100,000. So you've now paid your 3,000 booking deposit and you're paying a further 7,000. When you pay that further 7,000 and you'll have paid a total of 10,000, this is now non-refundable. When you have signed a contract and paid that 10%, it is non-refundable and the contract signed by you gets delivered back to the vendor's solicitor. And then the vendor solicitor will invite their client in to countersign the contract. And now there is a valid contract, binding contract in place between you two parties. And if you, if you back up, back out at this point, you forfeit your 10,000. So then between the time when the vendor has signed a contract, there's usually another one or two or three weeks between the time when the contract is binding and in place and when you get your keys at what is called the closing point of the contract. So during this uh, two week or three week period, what's happening is a few final property searches are taking place 
uh, by your solicitor and also your money is getting physically transferred from your bank to your solicitor and then on finally to the vendor solicitor. So your money it takes a while to get transferred. Um, now on the day when your money is transferred from your solicitor to the vendor solicitor, this is the uh, usually the day of the closing and at this point you are advised to go up to the property that you're purchasing and have a look at it and the reason you're going to have a look at it is because you're doing a final inspection to check that if the vendors have told you they'll have taken away all of the furniture and cleaned out the garage and the attic that they have indeed done that or equally if the vendor has told you they'll leave you the couch that they've done that and you're also looking to check that no damage has occurred in the property e.g. no pipes have burst or uh, no fire has taken place um, because if it's taken place when you haven't owned it then it's up to the vendor to put it right so you want to make sure that if any damage has taken place not on your watch that the vendor is the person to put it right so then on the day of the closing you'll get a call from the estate agent handling the sale to say hello Mary we're delighted to tell you that you can collect keys to 20 Main Street now and then you go and collect your keys and my advice to you is to get the locks changed on the property because you've no idea how many people have been given sets of keys to that property um, so that in a nutshell are the diff or these in a nutshell are the different steps involved in the purchase of a property. You see it, you bid it, you pay your bidding, your booking deposit, then you go, you get a survey done, then you pay a further 7%, you sign a contract, now it's non-refundable, your 10% will be forfeited if you pull out, then the vendor signs it, then the money gets transferred over to the vendor solicitor, then you get a call, then you do your final inspection, then you get a call to say you can collect the keys, then you collect the keys, and then I suggest you change the locks. All of this typically happens in a three to six month time frame from the point at which your bid is accepted on the property. So I know that's a bit gory details and maybe a bit tough listening for people um, but if you are interested and you're someone who is actually about to put a bid on a property you may be delighted to know exactly what happens when and what you can expect along the way. So if you're thinking of buying a property and if you're finding it troublesome and you'd like the help of a buyer's agent I'd be delighted to hear from you. My number is 087-257-4573 and please feel free to give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening.